0: Welcome to Season 3, Episode 8 of Under the Wig. I'm Jasmine
1: Arnell-Smith. And I'm Hannah King.
0: Our episode today is brought to you by MSLS, King & Wood Malisons, and the College of Law. The College of Law offers the largest range of flexible, practical legal training programs in Western Australia. With online, part-time, and full-time study options and more than 10 start dates, you can fit PLT around your schedule. Google the College of Law to learn more.
1: King & Wood Mallisons are pleased to work with Murdoch University and sponsor this Under the week episode with Railing Webb. King & Wood Mallisons is distinguishable from other law firms by the way they grow market leading lawyers. KWM Lawyers are supported to reach their full potential with unique future focused training experience that incorporates legal tech, client centricity and technical excellence.
0: Recognised as one of the world's most innovative law firms, King & Wood Mallisons offers a different perspective to commercial thinking and the client experience. Always pushing the boundaries of what can be achieved, they are reshaping the legal market and challenging their clients to think differently about what a law firm can be. They offer their clients broad experience and deep insight across a range of sectors. For further information, head to their website, www.kwm.com.
1: In today's episode, we sat down with Raylene Webb to talk about her career. We discuss why she went into law, what her work consists of, and what it is like being a female barrister in the industry. We hope you enjoy this episode. So if you would just like to introduce yourself, tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do. Uh,
2: Raylene Webb, I'm a Queen's Counsel and a barrister and I practice in Murray Chambers.
0: Perfect. And so, I guess, actually, if you could probably explain quickly what a QC or a ah, Queen's Council Queens is. I Council, think that's a Queens that a lot, a lot of people get confused
2: about. A lot of people do. And, in fact, I was asked about it last night, right. the difference between Senior Council and Queen's yeah. Council. Yes. yes. Well, Queen's Council is the traditional um, appointment, which is yeah. council for the queen mm-hmm. yeah. or the king. In fact, when there was a king, yeah, yeah, and that was the that was the traditional mark, I suppose, of recognition of excellence. Okay, in, yeah. In, in, uh, uh, then there was because there was the I think the uh, move to say, well, why are we still. Uh, having Queen's Council, mm-hmm. there was a move to Senior Council, mm. um, which was, again, just a recognition of seniority, but the same, very yeah, similar. Yeah, it was just right. the recognition of excellence. Yeah. However, what's happened in various states is there's been a move to go back to Queen's Council. Yeah. This and this okay. is something council.
0: that only applies to barristers then, only is to it?
2: Barri- only-, okay. only to barristers, but um, you do get occasional senior or silk appointments, if we just call it silk appointments, right. yeah. in government departments where you actually have counsel who are, in effect, yeah. acting as barristers and right. just doing barrister-type work. Okay, And yeah. then
1: is there a difference in the process to become a barrister versus becoming admitted?
2: Yes. There is if you want to go to the independent bar. Right. Well, there okay. is now. There actually wasn't mm. when I... Became a barrister. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, in the Northern Territory, yeah, there wasn't a bar course or a bar reader's course. Mm. Yeah. In the larger states, they have bar readers' courses. You need to go through those. Um, that particular uh, training mm. to yeah. be a barrister. Mm. The smaller states like Northern Territory, South Australia, Tasmania, Western Australia, didn't have that. Okay. They, they do now. The Northern Territory, I think, probably still doesn't have it, even though I did try to introduce it when I was president of the bar up there. Right. Um, And I thought I'd got it there, but the the moment I left it. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it is an important bit of training. But it is, again, it's about Mm. the advocacy, the ethics... Yeah. Um, you don't have to worry about trust accounts because you don't have trust Trusting accounts yeah. 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 as a barrister mm. because you don't have you don't hold the client's money. Yeah. Mm. So it, it's different. Mm.
1: And then so I suppose if we go back a step, what originally drew you to the law?
2: In one word, boredom. <laughs> but there's a much longer story behind that. I actually yeah. have a, a Bachelor of Science, an honours degree yes, in yeah. physics, Wow, so, that's a change. Yes. Okay. So what happened was I went to the Northern Territory after mm-hmm. I yeah. graduated, and became. And nobody knew my background. I, mm-hmm. I wasn't very vocal yeah. about it mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. So I was um, doing things like running small businesses, and I was doing a bit of lecturing just to keep me mm-hmm. interested. Yeah. yeah, but in physics, of course, physics yeah. and maths. And But nobody knew much about that either, but I was still a bit bored and I wanted to do some postgraduate work. Mm-hmm. And you can't do postgraduate work in physics remotely.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah. Right? right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm looking for
2: something to do. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. And
2: um, I had wanted to do law. Mm. I had thought about doing law when I was at high school, but some very poor career advice. I loved Latin, but I changed high school and the high school I went to in year 12 didn't have Latin. Oh, right. So, and I always told, Oh, you can't do law if you haven't done matriculation Latin. Yeah. I'm always the one yeah. to do something a little bit different. Yeah. No, yeah. I did a science degree. But so when I went up to the territory, um, and I'm looking for something to do just mm-hmm. you know, challenging, mentally yes. stimulating. Yeah. I came across a law degree by correspondence from University of Queensland. Right. But, and I showed it to someone and they said, Oh, you'll never get in. <laughs> and I said, well, watch me. The challenge <laughs> accepted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I started to do it um, by chorus, law degree by correspondence the right. University of Queensland. And I was really enjoying it. I was also running a business and I was also lecturing at the same time. Wow. And I had two wow. young children. So oh, it was goodness. pretty busy. That busy. Uh, yeah. I Come went on. through a long period where I think I probably had two or three hours' sleep a night. Oh, but I became quite. Good at it. (laughs) So um, then I decided, well, actually, I really enjoy this. Mm, I'm really liking this. Mm. And a mentor who was a solicitor in Darwin Mm. uh, said, well, you know, why don't you think about getting getting your degree Mm. a lot more quickly? So I actually ended up getting my part-time correspondence degree in law in four and a half years.
1: Wow. wow. That's
2: pretty much full-time. That's
1: pretty much full-time. Wow. So once yeah. I had
2: it, there was, well, what, what am I going to do? And at that stage, I was actually in a fairly highly paid management job, mm-hmm. but I thought, I really want to do law. And mm-hmm. I was getting bored with that. Yeah. Boredom seems to be a thing. Yeah. So <laughs> I said to my two young boys, I think mm-hmm. they were 11 and 8 at the time, I said, well, you know... I really like to do this, but I had an opportunity to become an associate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, Did you know what it's going to mean going from this much money to that much money? Mm. And my eldest son put his arm around his younger brother and said, It's all right, mum, we can live on bread and dripping. <laughs> yeah. So I took that as an okay. Yeah. Wow. So that's what I did. So yeah. I became an associate. And then from there, um, yeah. yeah. But yeah. as a, as a, as a, 30, in my 30s, yeah, in my and I think that's yeah. probably
0: a really important thing because I mean, a lot of law students, or at least currently at Murdoch, I mean, the vast majority yeah. do come straight from high yes. school. It's the first yes. thing that they go into, and yeah. it might be one of the only things they do mm. for a long period of their mm. career. Um, but I guess that we do have a lot of mature yeah. students or those who have already graduated and postgrad coming in, and I think that's really because I've always wondered it must be quite a challenge to come from where you already have a degree or you're already practicing in an area yes. and you've yeah, yeah maybe got. Changing your life, uh, right? yeah, mm-hmm. a high-paying job there or something. Mm-hmm. It's comfortable to take okay. that jump into something that seems of interest. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, must yeah. be a really hard thing. So no, that's really yeah. good to hear. That
2: yes, it's uh, not being afraid to take risks is yes. what it's about. Absolutely, yeah. yeah.
0: So then, what took you into being a barrister, or how long did you practice uh, yes. I, and then as what, a lawyer? Like why did you why choose did you to become yeah. a
2: barrister? Okay, truth time. So. <laughs> Um from being an associate, which I actually did start doing before I finished my law degree.
0: Oh, what? sorry, how? <laughs> I, um,
2: Please elaborate. Because this was probably one of my... my. I, I won't elaborate too much, but I, mm-hmm. I um managed to get a change to the legal profession rules in the Northern Territory, which actually <laughs> uh, I call it the Web Amendment. You um,
1: sh- <laughs> is it and, and, from,
2: and from there... I went to do articles at the Department of Law. Okay. But while I was doing articles at the Department of Law, I started to work in council chambers. Ah. With the Solicitor General and Crown Council. And basically I stayed. Huh. So wow. in in essence, I have um for my entire career in fact, practised as counsel. Wow. Wow. So so I I didn't have that solicitor experience. Experience. Yeah.
0: Interesting. So what does your sort of current work involve? I guess we sort of have done previous podcasts where we speak to people and it's like what's the day in the life of a lawyer, right? So what's the day in the life of a barrister, I guess?
2: So day in the life of a barrister, um, quite bluntly since the – since we've had the COVID situation, mm-hmm. I haven't been able to work in WA. Yeah. yeah. I've always had a national practice. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've always had a national yeah. practice. So my practice, even in the Northern Territory, mm. meant a lot of time out of the Northern Territory. Mm. Okay. But um, so so the I got a little bit accustomed to working from home, mm. as everybody did, I yeah. think. So the day in my... A day of a barrister now is quite different to what it was before. Mm. What it was before was getting up, walking into chambers, getting behind the, the computer, mm-hmm. checking all the emails, getting onto advices, preparing for hearings, mm-hmm. researching, mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. with juniors, mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. And a lot of face-to-face. But now it's a lot more, I suppose it feels more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That... Some days I will come in, some days I'll work from home. Yeah. Everybody's doing a lot more online now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But what yeah. I do find is because people do do it online, you have a whole lot more meetings.
0: Yes. Yes. And yeah. you
2: spend a lot more time online. Yes. Whereas before, because mm. you had to go somewhere. and. Mm. Yeah. You know. yeah. But the big change is this, and I'm, I'm not sure if you're aware of a protocol, which is that the solicitor always goes to the barrister?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, right? yes. So you're having a conference with your solicitor; it's always going to be in barristers' chambers.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah,
2: yes. Always should be. Yes, barristers' chambers traditionally. Right, but now, of course, you just get on the on a conference yeah. call. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a mm. lot of
1: that is like really changing. the tradition is changing. The tradition the is yeah. changing.
2: The tradition is changing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting to see it? all of those yeah. things. Yeah,
0: yeah, and so I guess so the day as well in terms of the content and sort of things that you work on, like you say, there's yep. research and is it then also a lot of back and forth with yes. juniors and yep. sort of delegating tasks to yeah, yeah. And, 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 and solicitors,
2: um, quick emails from solicitors about things and yeah. just following things up. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, so that that's the kind of that's the kind of thing, and yeah. then you know, trying like yesterday. I'll, trying to settle some submissions and i said to the we had a conference and i Mm. said you know um i've just spent half an hour on one paragraph (laughs) and and that's what i do you know (laughs) i want every word has to be right has to 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 meet yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. every word has to be correct yeah and um by the end of it, I'd spent an hour on that paragraph, and I'm still not sure about it. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's always take a break. Come I, did, back I, to did, it. <laughs> I did. I did warn <laughs> the client but that's what I was doing. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. And
1: so, what areas of law do you mainly practice in?
2: Mm. Well, that's also an interesting question. I cut my teeth in the High Court, um, mm. constitutional law, admin law, wow. mm-hmm. public law, all of those things. Yeah. Then along came Mabo in 1992, yeah. mm-hmm. and I did a native title case. Mm-hmm. And I've never escaped. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Is and, there, oh, yes, sorry, sorry, I was going to say,
1: is there ever an area of law that you haven't practiced that you've always been like, oh, that would be interesting to, you know, kind of have some cases in, learn mm-hmm. a bit more about? Do
2: yeah. you know? The one that does interest me, but I I would take a lot of time and effort, is is the emerging cyber law. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. I think Interesting. That, well maybe that's the science coming back in
0: a bit. <laughs> you know, possibly. The, yeah. the, I think yeah.
2: that's that's an area I'd love to have more. Yeah. More uh, practice, you know, to, to be know more about.
0: And so with going to the High Court, what was the first time that you sort of went there and what was that like? I okay. mean, I guess everyone my, sees that as my first, petrifying. My first <laughs> speaking role
2: in the High Court was in Commonwealth and Niamir, which was a sea claim uh-huh. over the seas north of Darwin, right yeah. around Kroger Island. Mm-hmm. And it was in 2001. Mm, okay, And I was given a speaking role. <laughs> and... It was quite, quite obviously scary. I mean yes. just seriously, you know um, yeah I'll, I'll come back to that, but um so I had twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Time was allotted twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Before I went before I went in, um, Brad Selway became Justice Silway, he was mm-hmm. then Solicitor General of, of mm-hmm. the South Australia. Yeah. Mm-hmm came over and said to me, Raylene, he said, just remember, Hmm. you know more about this topic than they do. Now, look, that's nonsense, but it it helped. (laughs) (laughs) So I got up there and I was having this conversation with the court. Yeah. Yeah. It was absolutely exhilarating. Yeah. And they were, it was a back and forth. And I said to them, oh, um, you're honest, I see my 20 minutes is up. And they said, oh, no, keep going this week. Yeah. And it went for fifty minutes. Wow. wow. It was absolute absolutely exhilarating. Yeah. That's so scary. Because yeah. these are very, very, very bright people. And yes. I, yeah. You know, I'm always a risk taker and so mm. I learned to hang glide. I've got I was an obsessive windsurfer and then I decided oh, right. to learn yeah. to hang glide. Mm-hmm. I used to race motorcycles, do all of these things. <laughs> things that you don't get bored doing. <laughs> things I don't get bored doing. So yeah. here I am learning to hang glide in my first flight off the top of the mountain, right? And yeah. I'm thinking, all the guys, I see only woman, all yeah. the guys are younger and they're hanging back and I thought, oh, God, I'll do it. So yeah. I go up there and... I'm looking over the edge and I'm thinking, this is no scarier than appearing before seven judges in the high court. (laughs) (laughs) That was was my motivation (laughs) (laughs) for.
1: Love that, yeah. And then off that, you are one of few women in Australia to regularly appear in the high court. What does that mean for you? Um.
2: A lot, really. Mm. Except mm. it's it's what I do, yeah. Um, and it doesn't get any less scary every time I appear. Yeah. You know, you you still have all of those nerves, but mm. I don't think it really means that I, I'm I I am I'm aware of it. Yeah. But it's it's not something I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it means anything particular except that I'm doing my job. Yeah, yeah, and I'm doing it where I want to be doing it, and at the level I want to be doing it. Yeah, I guess is the best I can say.
0: And so I I don't know if we've already sort of discussed around it at all, but what your sort of most memorable experience has been, whether it was the first probably experience or anything else. I
2: think probably the most memorable was that first speaking role in the High Court. Yeah, that was one of the most memorable. But one of the uh, the other um, cases mm. so many important cases mm. so many interest. every case has something of interest every yeah. case has got something yeah. and I had this I've always had this practice of it started quite early of having little sort of nicknames for my cases <laughs> um, just to focus on what yeah. that case was really about right. and there was a case called um, Northern Territory and Mengel in right. the High Court, yep. which overturned previous High Court authority.
0: Okay. And oh,
2: that yeah. was memorable, mem- very yes. memorable because you don't do that very often. No, yeah. No. To overturn. So yeah. 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 And so that was back in, um, I think that was in the mid-90s, 1990s. Yeah.
0: And there must be just something so rewarding about that. I mean, obviously, oh. for lawyers and solicitors, the reward you get for maybe getting the outcome that is preferable for your client, but yes. to actually have an impact on... The way in which the current law sits absolutely yeah. Is yeah. insane absolutely. and probably yeah. makes a lot of those all nighters yeah. <laughs> a little absolutely. bit yeah. worth Well, that's it. exactly yeah. right. So
2: the, the case we that was overturned was Bow Desert Shire Council and Smith. Mm. Yeah. And the little nickname I gave that case was riding through Bow Desert on a tort with no name because that's what it was <laughs> a, a tort with no name. name. <laughs> <laughs> <No>, they <it> don't <laughs> exist. <laughs> <laughs> well that was what Desert was basically, you know, the talk yeah. with no yeah. name and they said no no, that's you can't get damages for that. For
0: that, yeah, and but that overturned. Yes, it. Wow. Yeah, overturned it. Yeah. wow, yeah, no, that would definitely be memorable. Yeah, w- yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. 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 absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, I was gonna say when you became a QC, what did that mean personally for you and then for your career? Well, that's
2: really an interesting one. So then I became QC. The only way I remember my granddaughter's birthday, mm-hmm. the only grandchild's birthday that I remember <laughs> is because it was the same day. <laughs> Reminder
0: of that frequently. Well, I, I do
2: have to ring her dad and say, what's Allegra's birthday so that I can remember, you know, when I was yeah. making you <laughs> What did it mean for me? Um, not a lot because I already had senior, it was already yeah. given senior yeah. briefs. Yeah. So for a lot of people, it, it means that their it's practice will stall a little bit. Yeah, yeah. right. But at okay. that stage, I was already appearing as lead counsel mm. in a lot of cases. Mm. So mm. Um, it didn't change mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Mm. Um, I didn't start charging excessively high fees, and mm. I never have because it's never <laughs> been about yeah get, the title yeah, you know, it's yeah. never and been about, about the title and, or making yeah. lots of money for me. It's always yeah. been the challenge of the law. It's always been the challenge. So
0: is that something that appeals to you? I guess when you see a brief, and, and do you have choice in what you take on or not? How does well, that you actually don't. Actually there work? is a
2: there is there is a cab rank rule right um, which applies, yeah. and that is basically if you are available you take. to take a brief. Okay. Um, where you have the ability to do it with mm. it in mm-hmm. your then. In
1: you your, take like you a, really take yeah, You take what you're given. Yeah, right. That's the
2: cab rank rule. Yeah. And it applies to barristers. It, it, there's always discussion about whether it should. Mm. Um, I think it should my view mm. is that it should. Yeah. Because it then it then means that um, Basically, you you have to argue the case. Yeah. yeah. If it's arguable, you mm. do it. Yeah. You don't pick and choose your no. cases and it's, only go for yeah. winners. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. true. Yes.
0: Yes, because so I guess that's probably why it exists, is that's it, prevents, it, exists. It, prevents yeah. it prevents people from saying, that, I'm, a, I'm only going to yeah. work for the big
2: corporate firms that can do this. Yes. If you've got the skills and you've you got the, the ability, the capacity to take it, you got time? You take it. Yeah. yeah. Take okay. It. But then there reason. are some cases. I had a phone call earlier this week saying, "Well, um, I've got a challenge for
0: you." <laughs> <laughs> and They're like, the ones. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more, please. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, is there probably a like? Case that is significant for you, whether that's because of the outcome or whether that's because of any sort of like personal feelings you had about it or anything that really stands out as being like, yes, that was that was significant.
2: That is a really really hard one mm. because I've had so so many, many, so of many. Those. Yeah. yeah. But the moment you were saying personally, mm. here's a this is a, an interesting little story. So I mm. acted for the Commonwealth in the Blue Mud Bay case, which was okay. the yeah. Sea Claim, uh, and it was the one where um, the right to fish in tidal waters over Aboriginal land. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So that was a big one that went up to the High Court several times on several topics. Mm. And I acted for the Commonwealth Mm. all the way through that. And I forged some amazing friendships with the applicants. Yeah, okay. Really amazing friendships with the applicants that exist to this day. Interesting. I recall saying to one of um, these people who's now passed away, you know, Mm. but you do know I acted against you Mm. in your claim. And they Mm. looked at me and said, Yeah, we know, but that's just you doing your job. Job. And I thought, you know, the generosity Mm. of that, yeah, yeah. the generosity of that is not something you see frequently. Uh, Frequently. Yeah. And that. Always sticks in my mind. Yeah, that those friendships came out of, and then at one point, yeah. um, I was actually, I was actually gifted mm. a, a ceremonial object. Wow! Wow!
1: Even
2: yeah. though I wasn't, I was not acting. I was acting on, the other, on side, the other side, which. Wow, I probably went yeah. down to my age, and but <laughs> anyway. but I was yeah. much younger then, right? Yeah. Um, but no, it it was an interesting those yeah. things. I think those those, those moments of generosity, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. and understanding yeah. you are just doing your job, yeah, and that's not always so apparent to mm-hmm. people, yeah.
0: Um, and so you sort of briefly mentioned previously about your university experience. It was by correspondence, yes. which yes. I'm gonna be vague. do you mean <laughs> I, I mean they send you because this was you, this yeah. was before, before, before yeah, 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 this was
2: this was before <laughs> online. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. So you would get a bundle of right. your notes. Okay. <laughs> and you would have a you would occasionally have a telephone tutorial. Telephone tutorial. They, telephone wow. tutorial. That yeah. was it. You yeah. didn't have contact with your fellow students at wow. all because I was in Northern Territory. Uh, mm. territory. Mm. Mm. University. My lecturers were in Queensland, so we yeah. did it all by correspondence. Wow, wow. that is sat that you know, must my, have been a challenge exams, compared to sort of with with somebody supervising me in a little room somewhere, either <laughs> wherever I happened to be. Once yeah. in Alice Springs when I was down there on. As an associate on, yeah, with the judge yeah. and, yep. interesting. Wow. So a, yeah, interesting, yeah. Yeah. And they were exams. I mean we did, there was no
0: there was they were exams.
2: Yeah back in those days. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort of, you do a few, you know.
0: Yeah, we've had quite a different experience. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I started uni you in twenty twenty. So I think I got I probably had all of about two weeks uh worth of lectures. I think, yeah. I, think I got to week four. We had had about two lectures uh, and then it hit and we were basically online for about the rest yeah. of it and yeah. we have not returned or at least awesome at no, yes. not to face to face lectures. This is my, my first mind. this is
1: my first semester of face-to-face lectures. yeah, ever. Uh, do yeah. you know
2: that would be the advice I'd give to people If you can go to face-to-face lectures, go, go. to them. Yeah. yeah, go to them, interact. Yeah. And I think interact yeah. is where you actually start to talk about things. that's yeah. that's
1: what I've heard from yeah. a couple of my professors is that the way that, law students have been learning online because so much of it is from interaction with your peers when you start to actually talk about the law and your opinions on the law is that's how you really yeah. Like advance your your legal understanding, yeah. and you
2: argue about it. Yeah. That's yes. Part, that's part of Always.
1: it. <laughs> yep. that's part yep. of it. Yeah, you, know,
2: you have discussions. Yeah, and you I mean, see that other people yeah. see it differently. Yeah, and then you, so it's yeah. a very important part, which I never had, of course.
0: Yeah. 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 So it's interesting yeah. that yeah. Yeah. yeah, but um yeah I think a lot of people can get sort of a bit reluctant to go to even if they yeah. can't go to lectures that's okay a lot of them are run online as modules now but the opportunities to log on to like a live lecture to discuss the content or to come to a face-to-face tutorial oh, is I so like important it. and I've noticed yeah. the, a lot of people we sort of get two weeks in and then it all and then diminishes. and then you slowly go oh, I won't go this week I'll just do the <laughs> online yeah, because really I can do it online it yeah. yeah I I find it and I guess it's a personal thing and people have certain commitments yeah. and when they work but for me like my focus i sitting at home behind my desk all the time if I'm just doing yep. tutorials online, you're not as engaged. And oh yeah, no, you're so you're much not. more engaged no. when you're just actually yeah. sitting in yeah. a classroom and you can't next go off people. and make yourself a cup of tea and or something. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the kettles not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not like a whole newstering minutes, we're fine. Yeah. 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 So I think yeah, I guess that Probably, maybe, because the themes like from you and a bit of advice like get involved, get, get, involved. Involved, get involved with your classes. And I guess absolutely, as well, those extracurriculars, which is where it became important when COVID kicked in yep. to make sure look, if you can't go to your classes. Find other ways find to keep other ways interacting to, yeah. with people. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. I think we've all the, the, maybe come, a come a to the conclusion yeah. it's, it's just really important. It <laughs> exactly. like, yeah. It's really important. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, do you
1: have any advice for your younger self?
2: The advice I probably should give is don't take so many risks, but I would never give that advice no, because no. I think <laughs> they're really important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So then uh, advice I, is trust, there any... Trust yourself yeah. a bit more, I think. Yeah. Trust yourself yeah. a bit
2: more. Trust your instincts. Right. Because that's one of the things that I've found that, you know, you can say, I know the answer. Oh, perhaps I better check and you can spend a week checking and you'll always come back. Yes. Yeah. So, so tr- trust, trust you that you know more. what you know. Trust right? you, yeah. yeah. And is there yeah, any you know, you other
0: advice wrong. you'd give to Lord Jesus, if have been over, like get engaged and trust yourself, know. anything else at all? No, but take risks. That's fine. Take risks. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> immediately, immediately backtrack. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. going
2: don't, don't. you don't have to play it safe. Yeah. But, you mm-hmm. know. Calculated risks. Yeah, yeah. Calculate explore risk. those challenges. Yeah. Take push those the ba- your yeah. yeah. Always really yeah. push your own boundaries. Yeah, really push your own boundaries. Yeah, don't say, "Oh, I can't do that," because you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you can. Oh.
0: Well, that's a wonderful note to end on. It then is. I want to thank you so much, thank Raylene. You. It's been yeah. a very interesting it, conversation. It's actually, i really, yeah. really enjoyed that. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so really thank you for your time and taking the time out of what is a very busy schedule, as we understand, to sit down with us today. We do appreciate it an awful lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're very, thank very you. welcome. Thanks to our presenting sponsors, College of Law and King Unwood Mallisons. Follow Murdoch Student Law Society on Instagram and Facebook to stay up to date on our next episodes.